Okay, Michael, I feel like the next big thing that we should definitely be talking about is Stranger Things. So um, what were your thoughts on the newest season of Stranger Things? I love it, man. Um, I'm going to preface this. I'm sorry, Jenna, if you're listening. I did watch the second volume already. I'm oh. all caught up with it. So, no, uh, dude. No, yeah, I caught some heat last time for... Uh, <laughs> watching it watching it all without her um so i do apologize because i'm going to talk about it she's she's watching it on her own right now so she's she's never seen it before so she's catching up she actually really likes it so okay. i'm thrilled that's a keeper robert um so <laughs> there you go. There you go. um but um overall dude i think it's really good it, it really i think it really takes me back to like the first season and just how ingrained i was with that first season it really hits a lot of those similar notes um Overall, I just think, I mean, I love 80s stuff. You know that. I know that. So I love all the little references and, like, the music. I, I probably play Kate Bush at least once a day in my house now um, <laughs> because of Stranger Things. But um, overall, I think it's just it was a really well-done series. And I think the really interesting and cool part is that they were able to juggle so many different plot lines and then Dude. intertwine them at the end. Yeah. And I can tell you as someone who's, you know, been screenwriting for a while, that is a very hard thing to do to manage a plot A plot b a plot c and have it like actually be engaging in, in every instance of like different groups that you're talking about Definitely. so um overall you know it was very sad i you know talk about getting teary-eyed i think you just named this episode teary-eyed um <laughs> you know i was that the last episode was just brutal man it was it was yeah. it was a tough one uh you know i don't know are we allowed to talk about spoilers or are we go for it dude. go for it people should know when you're listening to the show <laughs> we're talking spoilers straight up so be aware spoiler spoiler friendly here so <laughs> i just felt bad you know they killed eddie off and i was like i was actually yes. very surprised they did that because they introduced them this season but you know what's so funny is that they're incredible writers because they got me so you know they got me to care about this character they literally just showed up just this season and got me you know so ingrained with his like backstory and all that to where i really felt some type of way when he actually did die and that's such a yeah. risky thing to do yeah. uh when you introduce a new character just to kill him off that you know i don't, don't want to say that quick because these were some long ass episodes but you know within that same season that's that's wild to me i was really thinking they were going to kill steve i was they were setting they it up would... dude they were setting it up they were, they were cheesing on us that, that they're going to kill him. And I was like, please don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was depressing. And then Max, man, Max just got yeah. the worst of it. I was, I, you know, it's really sad. Just, you know, broke her arms and legs and then, you know, probably blind. I don't know how permanent all that is. I mean, I'm sure her arms and legs are going to heal, but I don't know about her being blind. That's, that's crazy. And I, I'm sure to have her in a coma, they're going to bring her back in the next season, some capacity. I don't know what that would look like, Definitely. but obviously her story is not done just yet. Uh, man, I just felt really bad for her. And you, did you know the actress is actually a Texas native? The one. Uh, oh, is she really? Play? Yeah. Uh, her name is yeah. Sadie, Sadie something. Yeah. Sadie something. Um, <laughs> That's exactly her last name. Something. Sadie something. Um, no, she grew up. I think it, I don't remember the town name, but it, I looked at the map. because I was like, I wonder if this was anywhere I would know. But it's like right in between Austin and Houston. I was like, oh, that's oh, cool. Brandon, that's Texas. Some, yeah, you might you might know oh. where that's at better than I do. That's more your neck of the woods than mine over in the north side. But um, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's interesting. I was like, that's cool that we got some some representation. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Exactly. Um, whoop. So 
other than that, though, I think the show did a really good job. I think the villain was really good, uh, Vecna. Yeah. Um, they did just such a really good job of just setting up his character and just going deeper into like Eleven's backstory and just the inner turmoils of you know youth and <laughs> developing yourself as a person, yada yada. But overall, just really good. I just love the set design. The storytelling is always on point. But overall, I was very pleased with it. Just makes me want to watch more Stranger Things. Um, Might have to start from the beginning and start watching it all over again at some point. But I think I'll wait till the fifth season comes out in the next 10 years, which I've heard, which I've heard, Robert, they're thinking of having it take place in the 90s. Okay, so that's a very okay. I never I never heard that before. Yeah. My thing is each season there's always like i don't know i don't know what the lore is a year in between each one a couple years i don't know what it is it's about like two two or three i would say because it makes sense because the kids are obviously growing up when they keep making these flashbacks (laughs) i'm like these kids were small we've been with them this whole time and you don't even notice right it's like that's a crazy thing like you can tell they've grown a little bit but then like you see like them from like when they were kids to now and it's like these guys are like giants yep yep and i i I, what's interesting about that is i as you were talking in my mind, I was trying to think, what would the next season be like? Because there's no way there's going to be a couple years in between one season to another when your town is halfway engulfed by like a magnet, like a 4.3 magnitude earthquake. Is there? Or are they? I didn't know if they were going to be like, let's just pick up where we left off. But I guess based on what you're saying, like, when does this when does this season take place? 1986. Four years? Yeah, Dang. so I think the, the the previous season took place in '84. Wow, just based on the prom um, thing or whatever, because it was like class of '84. So I thought there. Were, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they outright said the years at some point, but I, I remember seeing the class of '86 uh, patch on the Jason's uh, varsity jacket, and I was like, okay, so this place 1986. That's how much of a nerd I am, just paying so much attention here. <laughs> And then when they were going back in time and they were doing the whole uh, snowball prom, whatever, I think it said 84. So I was like, okay, okay, so this was two years prior. And if I remember correctly, that was the previous scene when that was all going down. Don't quote me on that. But I think, yeah, roughly two two to three years is a okay. big difference. So Interesting. Interesting. I think, in my opinion, I think the season was amazing. It was great. Uh, Kate Bush is back in the charts again. Thanks to the show. <laughs> dude, broken um, three records. Can you believe that? It's unbelievable, dude. It, and what's funny is in this, in this, uh, I guess, volume two, the last two episodes for the season, when her song came back up again, I literally thought, thought to myself, I don't, I, I highly doubt that was originally there. I think they must have gone back and put that back there. I mean, I don't know anything, but I don't think everyone knew, even the people making the show understood oh, definitely how not. big that song was going to hit when this show this season came out and it was humongous in that show when that episode came out with that song dude tears rolling down yeah. my face man it was did, amazing made all did you get teary-eyed <laughs> oh i definitely did i definitely yeah, there we go that's classic no no and i agree i think that's um you know i think that that's that's a good point right it's like you never know what's going to become like a meme what's going to get popular you just kind of have to play it by ear which is kind of cool because then you know when you do release those episodes you know on a weekly basis or however so you want to do it you can kind of still retroactively i mean you're really cutting it down to the wire but you can retroactively do some small changes like that where you can kind of pander i mean i don't want to say pander but you can definitely include that and make it a little bit more you know 
spicy for the, the fans that are watching the show. Right. But yeah, right. I agree. I thought it was dope when they were doing the whole cinematic and they did like a cinematic remake of, you know, running up that hill with the whole fight sequence. I was like, dang. But yeah, I was I <laughs> I also got teary eyed. I I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um <laughs> and when when Eddie died, you know, that was like a big ball in my throat. I think when Max, you know, was like a dying or whatever yeah i that was almost bawling i was oh, I, I didn't even want to i think if anyone tried to talk to me my voice would have cracked so bad <laughs> and i also got teary-eyed with um you know will and um his brother's interaction with oh the, yeah or, uh, so oh yeah oh yeah it's very emotional because i mean obviously you know what they're they're setting up there um you know with will's character and just you know him i'm 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 assuming here, I'm assuming here, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're teeing him off to come out as, you know, gay or whatever. You think so? That is. I, I think so. It's, it's pretty on the they, nose. Someone asked the Duffer brothers, is this what you're going for? And they kind of worded it in a way where, and I don't remember per, like verbatim what they said, but they kind of worded it in a way was like, that, that does what, what you're asking doesn't matter for the story whatsoever. Like, <laughs> in a way of like what you're you're like they're not going in that direction with them and i i've heard that when i saw that i was like i guess that makes sense i i guess for me what i've been seeing is i feel like will is just so overwhelmed with this emotion that what he once had with his friends this friendship is no longer there and he's no longer a part of this fan group and ever since 11 came along his friendship with his best friend is now no longer there anymore so i feel like that's, that's what such an, so overly emotional about but i don't that's know such an interesting take because i what I, how i read it because especially when he showed him the drawing in the van i was thinking that it's gonna sound weird but like will was into finn but obviously finn i get wasn't yeah into i totally him. get that and that's why he was like crying at the end um in the car because he was kind of like coming to terms with that and getting that closure um, you know, knowing that this isn't going to happen in any capacity. Cause I mean, even at the beginning of this season, it almost seemed like he was jealous of the relationship that he had with, you know, 11 and stuff like that. But ultimately he's like, you know what? He's still my friend and I still want to be there for him. And I think a lot of it just has to do with the warding, um, especially in that interaction for the van. Cause he's like, you know, I could be, he made basically made it sound like he could relate to 11 about feeling like, a monster feeling like different from people and i was like that's so specific wording mm. and it's like you gotta be like <laughs> like if he doesn't like i'd be incredibly surprised because it's like that's so like you know like on the nose and i feel like the duffer brothers are just giving such a non-answer based on what you said yeah um because they know like because <laughs> they, they don't want to spoil it i think it's what it is when they when that comes out or no, maybe they're still they're still deciding what to do with this character but ultimately that's how i read that interaction so overall feel, though go go I, ahead sorry i i will say if they if they go that route you know cool um yeah i feel yeah. like I, I feel like what i like about the idea though if it's what i said not to say like i'm i'm better in any kind of way thinking this idea no no no, for sure i feel like what's better about that is it's kind of playing into what this entire show is about and this entire show is about nostalgia and i feel like Will is this person that longs for the moments that he had when he was a kid, when everything was normal, when he just had his friends, when he played D&D and they didn't have to worry about anything. They just went to school, came back, played, and then went back home. And I feel like all that was ripped away, obviously, since the first season. And I feel like if you play into that idea of nostalgia, and he's just so nostalgic 
or just wanting to be with his friends, not having to worry for their lives, not having to worry mm. about if they're going to die or if something's going to happen to them. And he also has that like tingling and sensation. Like he has something going on with his own body, almost like how Eleven has. And so I, I feel like if they played into that, that would really hit for me because I'm just naturally a very nostalgic person. I really 100%. think about when I, think, I was when I was a I little kid. <laughs> yeah, like when I was a little kid playing with my cousins, playing with my brothers, just like Pokemon, imaginations, all that kind of stuff. Like if they played into that, that would really hit for me. But again, it doesn't have to be for me. If they go the other route, then, you know, that's totally fine. Um, but I, I would just love if they went that route because I think that would be cool in and of itself. But I don't know. I guess yeah. it's up to it's up I to think the that's. No, I think that's a great hot take, honestly, Robert. I haven't thought of it that way, and I think that's true. And I think I'm not going on like a whole other like tangent here, but I think in, given like this the state of the world, I think we need shows like this to kind of remind us of like yeah. better times yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's anything really going on in the world right now to get super excited about. It's very 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 reminiscent of the '80s in a lot of ways, if you think about it, with the Cold War and. You know, people not sure if they're going to be able to see tomorrow, not to be super depressing, but yeah. <laughs> it yeah. kind of feels like that. If it's not like, you know, domestically with, you know, a possible recession or internationally with the war in Ukraine without getting super political, I think it's just where there's a lot of similar beats to, you know, how it was probably in the 80s during that time. And, you know, maybe going from there. So we definitely need shows like that to kind of remind us of the better times. And I, I mean, that's honestly a hot, a good, interesting hot take. I honestly don't care which way they go. If they go that way, that's awesome. If they go the other way, that's, that's cool. I think the Duffer brothers have proved themselves time and time again, that they're you know capable writers, oh, definitely. And, you know, they, they, they know what they're doing for sure. So um, yeah, I'm super excited to see where season five goes. I just hope it doesn't take another 15 years for that season to come out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I don't want to see, you know, 11 with a walker trying to feed <laughs> Demogorgons. Yeah. Uh, so that, and you know, Dustin's dentures falling out every two seconds. Cause he's like 65. So <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I will say, so. I want to know what, who do you think is going to die? This is supposedly the last. This is the end of it. I, 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 I truly, truly believe Jonathan is going to die because I think Ooh. I think they want to divert our expectations. They're really setting it up that Steve's going to die. I And they know how much everybody loves Steve. But I think what's interesting about him is that we don't know his family. We don't know his parents. We don't know anything about him. We just know his character. And so if he died, it's almost like the world of Hawkins is just doesn't remember him after he dies because the only people who knew him is just the kids in that group because we don't know if he has a mom or a dad or like you know what I'm saying like they never showed them to us and so I feel like they I, I, it would be cool if they diverted our expectations give Nancy and Steve that beautiful future that he envisioned in this one and just have Jonathan die because I think they they really call that it's gonna happen. Because this last moment when he's talking with Nancy, he has the chance to be honest with her and he lies again. And I think yeah. by them doing that, it's kind of like, I guess he's really not in it. And I think he knows where, I, I, I think he's aware. And I, I, I think if they kill him off, I feel like that would be hitting on multiple levels. A lot of people love Jonathan. I think he's a great character. I think it will really affect for Will as well. And I think lastly, I think the, the last person that I think is really going to die, and I, I don't like saying this, but I, I, everybody that she has loved has died. She hasn't died. I think Joyce is going to die. Joyce. Be, because 
everyone that's that that like, everyone that's been her love interest has died, except for obviously Jim. Oh, and don't say that. I feel like she's gonna die. I don't uh, know. Hopper's, Hopper's been through so much, man. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. That will leave Will with nobody. So I think actually, let's throw that idea out of the way. Let's keep Joyce, okay? <laughs> <laughs> knock on some wood, Robert. Find some wood right there and go knock on her. There you go. Yeah, there That's you go. it. <laughs> Who do you think is going to um, die? You know, honestly, I do want to mention something. I think Jonathan probably had like the least amount of character development this season out of anybody. He was just good kind point. of like, I think. I think you're right, though. I think anytime you have these love triangles, you know, it, it, they always set it up to be super tense to the point where it does pop off, where someone does end up like someone literally gets popped off. Um, so I think it'll probably be Jonathan. And I think you've made a really good argument. I think there's too many red herrings pointing towards Harrington, no pun intended, uh, with Steve. Um, so <laughs> I think I think it would be well within their wheelhouse to pull that twist off to where something like Jonathan heroically dies to save Nancy, you know, Nancy or whatever. Um, and then, you know, Steve and Nancy end up together again, which sucks. Cause I mean, I think, you know, Jonathan's a pretty cool character. I think, you know, I think I would have liked to see more. I think if I had did want to have one more gripe about this uh, show, I definitely would have wanted more from his, his, his character this season. Yeah. Um, Cause it just seemed like more of like, you know, <laughs> the chauffeur he was just driving them in around a van Definitely. and stuff like he didn't Definitely. seem like he had a whole lot of contribution to the actual plot um with that being said other than him hmm, i don't see 11 dying and i don't see really? you know mike's character dying i just if, i mean okay. if, 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 if it was come down to it i think 11 would probably be the one to bite the dust it makes sense be like I think that would be the end of it. Like she sacrifices herself to kill Vecna once and for all, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think they're teasing it. Cause I mean, even like, if you go back to the, one of, I think it was one of the two episodes that came out, but they're like in the gulag and they find out that they're doing these lab experiments. <laughs> yeah. There's some type of like shadow thing, you know, trapped in this case or whatever. So oh, I think yes, that's yes, a, yes. the source of Vecna's power. I think that's like the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate bad guy or being or whatever. Um, so I think the only way to like truly eliminate it would be probably through 11. So I think 11 is probably, you know, up there in the chopping block. I don't see the kids dying, to be honest with you. It's just, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Um, hoping it's not Joyce. I think you made a good argument, but I'm hoping for Hopper's sake, you know, his kid died, his wife left him, got sent to a Russian gulag, you know. That's a good point. You're making <laughs> but a good point. after all this, <laughs> after all this, you know, he still ends up on the losing end of that. And then if, you know, Eleven gets thrown in there too, like, man, that's just, it really just sucks to be him. That's a good point. Um, but I would say, you know, I think definitely Jonathan, I, I'm going to, I'm going to call it, we'll look back at this episode here we in will. Like the next 10 years and we're going to say it, but yeah, <laughs> I'm going to put my money on Jonathan, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 